one. Hello and welcome, people of the world. It's Marketing as a Foreign Language, episode 106. It is a joy to be alive. Facebook's election ad ban begins. Why would they ban ads a week out? Who knows? Lawmakers defend local news. Good for them. Facebook registers 4.4 million voters. You did it, Facebook. Is advertising recovering already? We certainly hope so. Facebook users up 430% in 10 years. Should have bought that stock. Is email marketing still relevant? Short answer, yeah, it is. Did you know that this episode begins right this very second? Oh yeah, does it seem like a live show? Because it is a live show, 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Just type in marketing as a foreign language into the YouTube and boom, there you are. Uh, Thehill.com, all links to all articles are right there in the description. They write that Facebook will stop accepting new political ads for a week starting Tuesday as part of its effort to guard against misinformation in the lead up to election day. Now... Is that going to have an effect? No. No, it's probably not. Is it probably something that is simply going to have uh, the good friends at uh, Facebook avoid scrutiny? Yes. Now, if there is a Russian uh, oligarch that is attempting to interfere with the election, what might said Russian oligarch do? They might uh, run ads with misinformation uh, regarding polling places. I could see that. Um, but that's pretty much it. I think at this point, if anyone were to run an ad saying something about the other candidate, how many swing voters really are there? I have a hard time believing that if you haven't made up your mind a week before election day, that should probably, you know, uh, it's probably not too many swing voters left. Now, Facebook apparently does not fact check political ads according to thehill.com. So anyone can apparently say anything which is a bit crazy in and of itself. Uh, but a lot of people have already voted, and uh, that includes many of the folks that I know, uh, mail-in votes, early votes, that sort of stuff. Back to the article, politicians and issue groups will be able to continue running previously purchased ads on the platform until November 3rd, as soon as polls close on election night. So if they wanted to do damage, they could have already had misinformation out there. So what does this really prevent? As soon as polls close on election night, all political ads will be temporarily removed from the platform. What? Facebook has told advertisers the post-election freeze should last about one week. So apparently, once there's an election in the United States, I don't know, you just don't get to say anything about it? Um, this seems to me to be an attempt by Facebook to allow them to simply count the ballots. That seems sort of to be the vibe that I'm getting. Uh, but a post-election freeze in political advertising. Uh, all I can see is someone at Facebook saying, we don't want uh, super PACs to say that the election has been won by a certain candidate. That's kind of what it feels like. So while noting that the duration could be determined based on how the situation develops regarding vote tallies and declared winners, there you go. That's exactly what I just said. So I think Facebook is afraid that someone, I mean, let's just be blunt about it, that Trump is going to say he won uh, when all the votes aren't counted yet. That's what they're afraid of. 
Um, and so they're going to ban ads. I mean, can you imagine like, like uh, Fox or MSNBC or CNN or whatever uh, banning political ads for a week following an election? I don't know. It just seems we live in bizarre times. Facebook is definitely throwing their weight around. Lawmakers defend local news. This from foxbusiness.com. Some Senate Democrats are seeking to empower regulators to protect local news outlets. Now, this is interesting uh, because freedom of speech, you know, uh, plays in this space. Uh, the article says accusing tech giants such as Google and Facebook of unfair business practices released on the eve of the Senate Commerce Committee's hearing Wednesday with the chief executives of Alphabet's Google Facebook, Inc., and Twitter. The report argues that local journalism is in a crisis. Yeah, I would say that it is in a crisis. Um, but let's look at the market for a second, shall we? Uh, if, uh, if you are you know, big into free market capitalism, you'll understand that the number of people providing news and the number of people that could be seen as journalists has, has gone up a hundredfold in the last 20 years because here I am essentially, you know, the media, which is crazy, right? Because this is an internet marketing company, YouTube live show. So, you know, what are we doing here? Uh, what I would argue that we're doing is uh, allowing the uh, common folks of the world, the proletariat, if you will, um, uh, a bigger voice, which was brought to you by a private enterprise in the, in by way of new inventions um, and technology. So, uh, to what extent should Facebook pay local news outlets? Um, do we as a community value local news enough with our time and our attention? The report argues that local journalism is in a crisis. It is badly exacerbated by the coronavirus pandemic. That's not helping partly because of alleged anti-competitive behavior on the part of the tech platforms that ought to be policed by the federal Trade Commission. This is from the article. Going back to it, the report also proposed a range of other legislative fixes, including a law that would force tech platforms to negotiate with local news outlets to ensure those organizations are paid for their content. You know what's going to happen if uh, Facebook is forced by local news outlets to pay for their content? They're not going to pay for their content. I mean, I, it's, I just don't see legislating ourselves out of it. Um, I think that Folks, by and large, have so many uh, options for news that they are simply not as concerned or they don't need to pay for something that no longer has the value that it once had. I think that's the death knell for local news. I don't watch local news. Um, maybe I'm in the demographic that doesn't really um, dive into this sort of thing. I mean, if, if it were a situation where it was... Pro profitable, you could make the argument that there are enough people that want it. I just think the, the market is, is letting us know. So is it Facebook's fault? In much the same way that local TV broadcasters are paid by cable and satellite companies for distributing their content. So if Facebook via Facebook news is simply taking the content from the local news sources and uh, it's like plagiarism, if that's the argument, then yeah, I would say that don't do that Facebook, that's wrong. Or they're, they're linking to it. I just, I don't get my news from Facebook. Um, so if Facebook is grabbing news stories verbatim from local news and uh, basically redirecting the profit from local news to Facebook, then yes, there's an argument to be had. Um, but uh, if Facebook is linking to it, I don't think that's the issue. So we'd need more um, details on that one. 
Facebook registers 4.4 million voters. Facebook has helped register a record 4.4 million voters, surpassing its goal for the November election. The company exclusively told us today, today on Monday. This, of course, from usatoday.com. So Facebook gets a lot of flack. There's a lot of things that they do that are wrong. Um, registering 4.4 million voters is not one of them. I wonder what the uh, political leanings on Facebook are. Um, if uh, the average Facebook user leans to the left or to the right, I know that the largest growing demographic uh, is uh, older folks on Facebook. And so I don't know. I don't know what the Facebook demographic is in terms of left-leaning, right-leaning. Um, if it leans in either direction, you could make the argument that Facebook is attempting to uh, throw its weight around in regards to the election. CEO Mark Zuckerberg set the goal in June when he announced the massive effort to increase turnout. The unprecedented ballot box push exceeds previous Facebook efforts and large-scale registration campaigns such as Rock the Vote, which registered 1.7 million. 4.4 million voters is uh, sizable. This year, we launched the largest voting information campaign in U.S. history with the goal of helping 4 million people register to vote, Zuckerberg wrote in a Facebook post. Today, we hit our goal. Fairly impressive stuff um, from Facebook there. Is advertising recovering already? Analysts appear optimistic about an advertising recovery. Morgan Stanley analysts said Sunday that they came into earnings season positive about the online ad market recovery, but grew more optimistic following Snap's blowout ad revenue beat. Snap went up by like 30-some percent. Impressive jump and better than expected ad results from Verizon subsidiary AOL, Sirius-owned Pandora, and Interpublic Group. It looks increasingly possible, all of this from CNBC.com, that the ad markets are recovering faster than expected, said Morgan Stanley, noting that Snap, AOL, and Pandora are all roughly back-to-year-over-year ad revenue growth rates. Um, so the takeaway here, as far as I can tell, is the massive stimulus um, has given at least larger companies the capacity to get back to their typical advertising size. This, of course, does not mean that local economies are doing as well. Um, Morgan Stanley's noted that if the growth rates are back to pre-COVID levels, it would likely lead to a 2 to 12% upside to its above-street estimates for Google, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Uh, yeah, so I feel like Amazon, Google, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest are doing just fine, but are they the real economy? Are they, you know, the local restaurant? They are absolutely not. This pandemic has eviscerated certain industries and left others relatively unscathed. Um, as the president of my uh, local networking chapter, I've seen all kinds of businesses and the effects on them. Uh, some have uh, suffered greatly where others have done just fine and others have actually benefited Facebook users uh, up 430% in the last 10 years, if you can believe it. This from martechseries.com. The number of Facebook users soared 430% in the last decade. As the biggest social network worldwide, Facebook has witnessed an impressive growth of its user base. In 2010, the popular social media platform had 431 million active users in the third quarter of 2012. The number of active Facebook users surpassed 1 billion, making it the first social network ever to do so. So we've seen massive growth in Facebook over the last 10 years. Uh, does this mean that they will continue to grow? Absolutely not. Um, I actually think Facebook is uh, probably at its peak, if I had to wager. Um, I think that, uh, well... You've got Instagram. So if you count Facebook, Instagram as one entity, I would say that they're going to do just fine because Instagram, I think, has got a lot of legs. Um, 
I think Facebook has a, how would you say this? Expiration date. Uh, I really do. Um, Statista key market indicators, again, back to the article, revealed that Facebook user base continued its immense growth in the next six years, jumping over 2 billion in 2018. Statistics indicate this figure is expected to touch 2.3 billion in 2020, a 430% jump. So pretty impressive. Um, I don't know if they've plateaued, but there are a lot of indicators um, that I've seen that would lead me to believe that, uh, you know, things are a bit rocky for Facebook. They're having to start regulating more than they ever have. Um, Snapchat, big growth. TikTok, big growth. Um, there are definitely going to be some competitors that are going to be taking some market share. Now, they're a global company, obviously, and so they're growing in uh, all over uh, the world. And so uh, it's going to be a while before they begin to fade, but I don't think they're a forever company. Is email marketing still relevant? How effective is email marketing? Very, according to Forbes.com. Of those surveyed, 79% say it's important or very important to their businesses. However, while business owners acknowledge the importance of email marketing in general, only 60% think their own email marketing strategies are effective or very effective, while 26% say it's either ineffective or very ineffective. Effective email strategies are personal, targeted, and created with the customer's objectives and objections objections in mind. So the reason I bring this up is because it's still a call to action in 2020, if you can believe it. Give us your email, and then you spam them. Ugh. I wish it wasn't. Honestly, I went through my emails the other day, and I tried to kill most of the garbage that I get. Um, so I would argue, by and large, you know, email marketing is just annoying for customers. Um, but if you're a B2C, like an Expedia or a hotel, or these are the travel deals or a casino, ooh, it's a really, really effective. It just depends what business you're in. If you're a plumber, I mean, there's only so much you can reach out to people and say, hey, do you want you know to redo your faucets? Um, but if you're a casino, it's like, hey, here's 15 bucks, come on down. Really matters what industry you're in, obviously. Back to the article, the two most common success measurements for small businesses are open rates and click-through rates. Open rates, 65% of small businesses average open rates between 11% and 50% click-through rates. The study showed many small businesses need to improve their click-through rates. 77% of small businesses average email click-through rates between 0 and 10%. So, 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's when the live show is. If you want to ask us any questions during the show itself, please feel free to do so. Let's summarize Facebook's election ad ban begins. Yeah, uh, is that a wise move for them? Who knows? It's just, it feels unprecedented. Uh, you can tell me if there's a precedence for this, but it does not seem as though uh, it's happened before. Um, an entire freeze of advertising following an election. They don't want to be scrutinized by Congress anymore. They just want, just leave us alone, is the Facebook attitude in 2020. Lawmakers defend local news. Um, I need to dig in to Facebook news a bit more to see if they're stealing articles or if they're simply linking to them. Facebook registers 4.4 million voters. Uh, good for them. Is advertising recovering already? It seems to be, at least for the large players. Facebook users up 430%. Yeah, over the last 10 years, huge, huge growth. And email marketing is still relevant. Got questions? Give us a shout email at info at senditrising.com. You can give us a call 702-263-0141 or you can chat during the live show. Yeah, good stuff. All right, thank you all for swinging on by today's show. We will see you for the next one. Farewell. Class dismissed.